Why, hello, good morning to you. Is it the morning where you are? Are you waking up with this or are you sitting on the bus? Maybe relaxing in the sunshine with a lemonade in your hand? You know what? It doesn't matter where you are. It do- Well, it does matter where you are, but I. it's not so important where you are listening to this. It's just important that you are because I've got a real uh, crackerjack of an episode for you. It's a remote pep talk. Let's get in there. Let's deliver a nugget, a pearl of wisdom, and some insights as we do every episode, of course. And then get out. This episode is a timely one. It's on the power of positivity. And I'm going to take you to a train. We're going to sit on a train and talk about the power of positivity. So let's do that now. I do love it on a train. I feel like that's the beginning of a Dr. Seuss book. I do love it on a train when I have thoughts in my brain. I do love it rolling on the rails when a companion and I can spin our tails. That's... From the new Dr. Seuss book, The Man with a Plan on the Train. That's just a working, that's just a working title. We gotta workshop it. We gotta work on it. You know, uh, it was Hemingway who said, the first draft of anything is shit. And that's, it's brutal. Sparse, lean prose like Hemingway was famous for. And I love it. I, I have to say... First of all, because knowing, or at least believing, that the first draft of anything is shit is very freeing. Because you can just get out there and just puke out a bunch of dumb words on a page. And there's an art to that as well. That's not an easy thing to do. And of course, you need to put in the work and put in the time. And then the craft gets gradually, I don't want to say harder, but it gets more nuanced as you get into the refining and the editing process of anything. But what I really wanted to talk about was the power of positivity. And maybe I can link the first draft of anything is shit to the power of positivity, and I'll do it like this. You've got to believe in yourself and in your work and in your process. It's quite likely that what you're doing in the moment doesn't feel great even if it is great or even if it will one day become great and the best way to detach from that is to detach from the product from like oh this needs to be 
brilliant. This needs to... Well, I gotta write a bestseller. No, you just need to sit down, put yourself in front of your laptop. Again, I keep using writing as an example because it's very relevant to me. But whatever it is you're doing, you need to put yourself in front of it and just detach yourself from the expectations about the product. And if you can, enjoy where you're at. Bring a little bit of positivity to what you're doing. Now, I've recently been reading The Happiness Advantage by an, an author named Sean Acor. And in it, he talks about something called the Losada line, which is 2.9. 2.9, which you can round up to 3, is basically, according to this psychologist, the number of positive interactions, sorry, the ratio of positive interactions to negative interactions that you need to have in a workplace for work to go well. So three positive interactions or experiences or moments or whatever to every one negative one. Now, the science of this, I, I recently learned, is, is pretty flawed. So it's not absolute like that. People respond differently to different levels of positive interactions or how do you quantify them exactly? So as clean and as neat as the idea of the Losada line is and oh, let's just be more positive at work, the science doesn't totally support it. But, and there's a big but here, I don't think it removes our responsibility, our personal duty to come to work, whatever work we're doing, whether we're by ourselves or with other people, with a little bit of positivity, to bring a little bit of, if not happiness, a little bit of net positive, let's call it so, some determination, some willingness to listen, a smile, a snack for your colleagues, some questions about the people you're with in order to build a little bit of rapport, something or some things, why not even make it three things to every negative thing that can build up the enjoyment of the experience for the people you're with and for yourself. So when I sit down to write in the morning, whether that's answering emails or working on a book or sketching out some ideas for the podcast, yes, believe it or not, I do sometimes sketch out some ideas. I try and bring a little bit of extra enthusiasm, some joy, some enjoyment to what I'm doing. And if I'm meeting up with people, whether it's a potential client or a job interview or back when I had, when I was regularly employed, even if the workplace itself maybe wasn't the most positive, I tried to bring, well, in my case, I would call it an irrepressible, upbeat enthusiasm, a positive demeanor. In your case, that can look very different. But I urge you, if you have a tendency to be a Debbie Downer or an energy vampire or a dickhead, to put that aside. Because that doesn't serve you and it doesn't serve your work. So bring the power of positivity insofar as you can to your day and to your work and watch the yields grow. Now, there is a caveat, which is that some projects suck and some days are terrible. And all that can be true. 
And what you need to do in those instances is manage yourself, whether that's calling friends, treating yourself to something else, putting up your hand and saying, look, I can't do this anymore. I need to take the day off or I need to step back, whatever it is. If you can't bring your full self to your work, if you're too distracted, if you're feeling too down, you owe it to yourself, to your work, and to the people who depend on your work to take a step back, to get on a train, maybe, like we're doing, going for a little trip, maybe absorb yourself in a TV show, do some push-ups, go for a walk, meditate, and if you can't meditate or you're not a meditator, just take 10 deep breaths. You need to give yourself the space so that you can, I was gonna say, attack what you're working on, but I don't mean attack, but that you can throw yourself into what you have in front of you. All right, shall we just close our eyes and have a little quiet moment here on the train? That's what I'm going to do. Thanks for letting me talk your ear off. It's been a pleasure. All right, let's just kick back and relax for a minute. We're almost in Dusseldorf. There you go. Another episode in the can. And by the can, I mean your ears. So thank you so much for listening. Hopefully you can pull a little bit of utility from that and have the power of positivity inform what you're doing. And if not, or if you if you have quibble with some of the things going on, by all means, email me, peptalks at ryanmillar.com. If you have an idea for a future episode, you can also email me. The email address is the same. If you want to review and rate this podcast, hell yes, please do that. Let me now thank a few people. The first person I want to thank is my man, Josh Boone, Bone40, for the music. He also has a, he has a new EP coming out very soon with Rucksack Records. Be sure to check that out. I want to thank Damn Jan CD for the Tokyo train sounds that were added the atmosphere to this episode and... I want to thank me for doing this, but that's that's fine. I can do that off mic. The third and final person I want to thank is you, the listener. I want to thank you so much for listening, and I, I hope it's useful and enjoyable, and it's just nice to, to have someone to talk to. So listen, that's it from me. Thank you very much again for listening. Now get out there and enjoy your day, but especially because it's happening in this moment, please Enjoy your right now.